0: Ever wondered what unicorns eat for breakfast? Okay, so I don't actually know. But I do know that 20% of all unicorn startups are using HubSpot. And for good reason. HubSpot's all-on-one platform levels up your sales, software, and support. Plus, they have a huge collection of resources to help startups scale. And with the HubSpot for Startups program, you could save big off your first year. To see if you're eligible to save on HubSpot, visit HubSpot.com slash startups.
1: Howdy, folks. It is Tuesday, September 6th. I'm Jacob Cohen here with Rob Litterst, and you are listening to The Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're going to be talking about a job that was much more popular back in the days of Moses, shepherding. Today, though, as solar power becomes more widespread, as is the demand for shepherds and their sheep, but why is that and how lucrative is this shepherding gig really? And also, why sheep specifically? We'll get into all that in a bit. Before we do, let's take a quick look at what else is going on in the world of business and tech. Let's get crackled all right. First things first, a lot of news over the weekend out of the movie TV streaming world. First, National Cinema Day, which happened on Saturday, was a day when thousands of U.S. theaters offered three dollar tickets and a bid to spur sales during a slow end of summer season. Theater saw a sizable nine percent bump in ticket sales versus the week prior. I think that's a good promo. Definitely. See them doing it again. And along those lines, you know, people are going into theaters a little less the last month or so, but streaming is doing pretty well. Amazon said Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, had 25 million viewers in its first 24 hours out. Wow. Which is significant, I would say. You could compare that to the new Game of Thrones prequel to House of the Dragon. HBO said the show notched around 25 million viewers over the course of the first two weeks it was out. I watched both of those.
0: Which one did you like more?
1: I like The Rings of Power more because... I like the more adventurous style of show, more House of Dragon, Game of Thrones. That's more of like a political kind of... Holding
0: court the way that like Tyrion Lannister used to in Game of Thrones and all that stuff. Yeah.
1: Right. So I like the adventurous stuff.
0: And lastly,
1: in this space,
0: Netflix's Arcane became
1: the first show from a streaming service to be awarded an Emmy for Best Animated Program. Good for them. All right, moving along. You heard of NFTs. You might not understand them, but you've heard of them. Well, now, apparently ISIS, the terrorist group, is getting into the NFT game as well. Oh, sheesh. I I feel like we should have expected this at this point. Only a matter of time. Yeah. A simple digital card praising Islamist militants for an attack in Afghanistan last month is the first known NFT from a terrorist affiliate. Its creation is being seen as a sign that terror groups could use the decentralized and censorship-proof kind of aspects of the blockchain tech and all these trends to get around some of the Western security efforts that have been in place for the last two decades. So I'm sure we'll see a lot more of this, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. The one thing that I just still don't really understand about crypto, the blockchain decentralization is they talk about this and how they could use it to get around Western security efforts. But I feel like the blockchain like logs everything. You can track what people are doing on the blockchain. So I, I don't know it almost seems like it would be counterproductive if you're trying to keep something a secret, but I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. Scary stuff. Instagram
1: is being slapped with the second largest privacy fine ever from the European Union for allegedly mishandling young users' data. Ireland's Data Protection Commission said Monday that it's fining Meta $402 million for this. Meta said the decision is regarding old settings that were updated over a year ago, and it plans to appeal the fine. And lastly... Apple's fall event begins tomorrow. The company's expected to release the iPhone 14, Apple Watch Series 8, and possibly some new AirPod and iPad models. These cool stuff at these Apple keynotes still, but it's just not like it was a decade ago when people were watching these like they were the Super Bowl. Right. remember when the iPad came out, MacBook Air, people were watching these live like it was a real showcase event and it just doesn't feel like that anymore. I don't know.
0: Totally. Launching the iPhone hits a lot differently than the apple watch series yeah it's gonna be interesting to see if they drop any crazy new hardware soon that's like that initial model like the iphone or the ipad or the apple watch was
1: yeah the next thing they'll be doing most likely will be their vr headset but it's unlikely to be announced tomorrow all right and with that let's talk about
0: the solar sheep industry Can you please tell me a little bit more about what's going on here?
1: Yeah, well, that's how I felt. I read a headline in the Wall Street Journal, and that's exactly how I felt. I just needed to look (laughs) into this space more. So let's back up for a bit, give some context. So according to the U.S. Department of Energy, solar power capacity has grown from just 0.34 gigawatts in 2008 to an estimated 97.2 gigawatts today. That's enough to power the equivalent of 18 million American homes. Wow! So not nothing but that's just over 3% of total US electricity. So there's a long ways to go and a lot more room for this space to grow. And since 2014, the cost of solar panels has dropped around 70%. So it's getting cheaper to develop this space. As a result, you'll probably see just faster and faster development of it. Love that. And here's a neat stat. Placing solar panels on just 22,000 square miles of land, which is about the size of Lake Michigan, could theoretically supply enough power to... Power the entire United States. Wow. So it's not so insane when you think about it, right? There's a lot of land in this country, a lot of room for solar panels. And there are now more than 250,000 solar workers in the United States in all kinds of fields that have to do with the space between the actual mechanics and the business side of things and more. So it's obviously a growing industry, growing very quickly with a lot of potential too. Now, an important part of how solar panels operate, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure this out, is the sun. It's important that nothing blocks the sun from the panels. And these panels are often situated on thousands of acres of grassy fields. And grass can grow pretty tall in these fields to the point where it can actually interfere with the photovoltaic process and maintenance of these panels. Wow. Yes, so the maintenance of this grass is actually a really important factor in the solar industry and the interesting thing here is that the most popular method for cutting this grass, ironically to help with this modern technological marvel, is something us humans have been using for thousands of years, sheep and shepherds. So in the United States, the number of solar fields using sheep, now sits in the tens of thousands. Wow. Yeah, pretty crazy. These flock owners, are these shepherds, are charging up to $500 per acre per year for these services, basically just landscaping for solar farms Uh, using sheep. And the solar companies are happy to be good partners because it's so effective. They offer on-site water pumps for the sheep. They give them spots to sleep in the solar fields. And the Wall Street Journal actually spoke with several of these flockers, the shepherds who are in this business. And one was describing how it's totally changed his life. His flock is going to be generating hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, has helped him pay off a house. One owned a concrete company, read about this going on in Europe, the solar grazing trend. And now he has flocks of thousands of sheep and runs a business with 10 employees doing this. And some have so much faith in this trend that they're taking out loans to build out bigger flocks and move their families hundreds of miles to solar sites. And demand for shepherds is now greater than
0: supply. Unbelievable. Which is pretty neat. Where can you even learn to be a shepherd? That's
1: a great question. Not many places, honestly. (laughs) And it's a problem and an opportunity. There's some solar grazing education supposedly offered through the American Solar Grazing Association, which is a very specific association, and also through some grad school kind of things at North Carolina State and Cornell. But you can't just go to like NYU and major in solar grazing, right? (laughs) Right, not yet. So there's (laughs) probably an opportunity here for this space, and you might be wondering Why sheep? Why not a lawnmower? Why not another animal like cows, horses, or goats? So we'll start with mower. Mowers are very efficient, but they cannot maneuver easily under these panels. So you risk damaging a lot of the equipment.
0: Interesting. And then you can
1: look at things like cows or horses, very effective mowers themselves, but they are too big to go under a lot of these panels. So also not a good answer. And then you have goats. Apparently, though, goats are not very well behaved. And if you were to put them on these solar fields, they just start jumping all over the panels and <laughs> chewing on the wiring. And so sheep, apparently, is just the perfect tool for this. And what's interesting is I've seen this extend beyond just solar energy. I've seen videos all over of small local landscaping businesses doing the exact same thing for people's lawns that are overgrown, have poison ivy and whatnot. The hashtag Goats of TikTok has 1.5 billion views. What? Yeah, one of the top videos I saw is a video of a guy pulling up a little trailer to someone's yard with they had a bunch of weeds in it, just opens the door, 50 goats run out, and just start munching the weeds. Unbelievable. The customers love it because it works. The internet loves it because it's cute. It's chemical free. And the only real emissions you're going to get are the ones coming out of their butts. <laughs> <laughs> And bada-bing, bada-boom, that's going to do it for us today, folks. Thanks for tuning in to The Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig. Our executive producer is Darren Clark. I'm Jacob Cohen here with Rob Letters. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, go get yourself subscribed at thehustle.co. And we'll see you tomorrow.